This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. CliffCentral.com on a Thursday afternoon at just after one o'clock. Welcome to it. This is time for another edition of Between Two Frames with myself. And I'm hoping that my partner in crime... Hello, hello, I'm here. <laughs> I'm so glad. I am so glad that you are there, Aspasia. Who is joining, uh, me, from, who is joining me from Skype? Oh, okay, you see, I didn't even have my levels on right. Now, Aspasia, <laughs> the jet setter that you are, this afternoon you are in Cape Town. Why? Am, Why do you keep abandoning me? It's just so hard. <laughs> it's hard for me. <laughs> what's been happening? I find I miss you terribly <laughs> from week to week. What's <laughs> What's been happening in Cape Town? We, Why? we were we were hosting the Marie Claire trunk show last night. What is a trunk um, show? A trunk show is just a giant shopping fest. Um, who gets to shop? With lots of champagne, everyone. Oh, uh, well, Because there's some marvelous, like, sort of um, stands, lots and lots of, like, young designers get an opportunity to show their stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and gosh, I saw some amazing pajamas, actually, last night. Which PJs? Were wonderful. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. I mean, is that where we're moving into? Silk in pajamas. The f- we're moving to silk pajamas. But now, so uh, how does all of this work, Aspasia? Because I imagine, and maybe you can correct me here, it's a case where um, ordinary people like myself are allowed to come in and to shop at ridiculously <laughs> affordable and low prices. Exactly, exactly. And, and so and then you all get a glass of lovely bubbles um, and um, fantastic bands. I mean, there was Christian Tiger School playing and like, yeah, lots of fun. Lots of fun was had by all. And so and I won't lie to you. All that champagne has like caused me some slight hangover today. <laughs> <laughs> and so is it a case of a bit of a stampede situation where because no, there's no, so no, many people. Like lots of glamorous shopping. Oh. I had to welcome everyone. And I said, you know, Coco Chanel always said, a girl must be two things, classy and fabulous, and that's what the Marie Claire trunk show is like. And what kind of things are up for grabs here? You've got makeup, you've got pajamas, as you say, lingerie, shoes, jackets, coats, scarves, clothes. I mean, do you kind of have just like a whole mix of things? Mm, absolutely. They're just like basically lots and lots of designers and... Um, set up a little stand. Each person has a stand and they shop and they, and sell to the general public. I have to tell you, I actually loaded SnapScan onto my phone last night. Snapchat. To the sudden, <laughs> no, SnapScan. You What's, know that app? I can't keep can up. Pay. There are so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really amazing. You know, you can pay from your phone. So oh. it means that like small businesses, like, you know, that just pop up here and there don't need like a credit card machine. You can just pay them using this app. I was really, really impressed. Oh, okay. You have to tell me more about that when you're back in Johannesburg, but Aspasia, <laughs> let's get let's to it. Do the woman yeah. News. We need to get straight into the news because there are important things happening in this world. So let's not waste any time and get straight to the women's <laughs> news.
Now, I am going to start with a story that kind of sort of started to break last week, in fact, on the 2nd of August, when Angie Motecha, mm-hmm. um, the ANC Women's League president, and okay. she kind of went on this mission where she was speaking about, well, actually, she criticized the ANC's patriarchy and the power-hungry men within the organization. And she said, <laughs> you know, the problem is that women within the ANC are still being put down. Marginalized. Marginalized. I mean, it's interesting, though, because, I mean, the ANC, out of all political parties, actually has a 50% quota. Right. For women in parliament. And that is like an amazing thing in and of itself. But I can see in terms of the leadership. So here's the problem is that when it comes to the ANC, uh, ANC Women's League, a lot of people do not have 100% confidence in them because they feel as though whenever the ANC Women's League speak up against something, it's because they're being directed and controlled by the men to do so. And so, and so, you know, they're kind of seen as these puppets for the men. But then last, (laughs) but then last week, Angie Moteka, as the president of the Women's League, went on this mission and she said, you know, it is time for change. The problem with the men within the organization is that it's all about their egos. They're only looking out for themselves and they're mm-hmm. not, not necessarily interested, you know, with uh-huh. the best interests of the nation going forward. And she basically went on this thing where she said it's time for change and maybe it might be time for a female president. But now, just this morning, um, <laughs> the ANC Women's League have done an about turn, so to speak. And they say, no, 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 no. We could push for a female deputy president, not ha. president. So they've I kind of changed their story. And again, terrible. rehashing the question of, are the ANC Women's League a, a force with, uh, within themselves? Do they make their own decisions? Or are they kind of being controlled by the men within the organization? Because now they've changed their story saying, no, 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 yeah. no. Maybe not so yeah. much a female president, but rather a female deputy president. And, you know, you've got esteemed women up, up for the... But for haven't the we already... Mm. He had a female deputy president. Well, well, you see, this is this is the thing is, um, you know, you had people like um, Ngosa Zana Lamini Zuma, yeah. who was married to number one. Um, I mean, she was kind of looked at as the the first possible female president for the country. But yeah, now it's yeah. a case of, well, maybe not so much a president as yet, but just a female president. So I don't know when it comes to the ANC's women's, women's hmm. league. I'm not sure. Now, I've got a story, um, the greatest free diver. Can you hear me? I can, Hello? Hear, I can hear you. Oh, okay, good, good. I was, like, worried <laughs> because we don't want you to miss the story. But the world's greatest uh, free diver, like, it's acknowledged around the world that she is the – and you know what free diving is, is when they go down without um, oxygen. Yes, of they're course. Just like, when they test their superhuman skills because they think that they're superhuman. Yes. Well, <laughs> unfortunately. So she she was the first woman ever to go over 100 meters at the World Championships, I think, in 2013. And then Natalia Molochova. And unfortunately, she was free diving for fun off Ibiza, or I think on Sunday, and she disappeared. Oh, dear. She never came back up. So it's a case of we assume the worst and nothing has been discovered yeah, just as yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's a, a great loss to women's free diving.
<laughs> and men's free diving apparently because she was the best in the world. Yeah, but then again, in this crazy sport. Yeah, okay, but then again, we need to ask a question. I mean, you're not. You know, why are you going meters and meters below water without any oxygen? And then when something <laughs> bad happens to you, can we really say, "Oh, well, what a tragedy"? Because you know, you were trying to prove a point, and then it turns um, out, and then it turns out that you didn't prove your point because, well, you're human and you've got lungs and you don't have gills and you know, <laughs> you can't really breathe underwater. Maybe I'm know. just maybe I'm just know. being insensitive. I mean, it's like a, clearly a very beautiful sport. Um, and I'm sure they're probably high all the time because I think all that oxygen deprivation. So maybe that's the attraction to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, in our, in our final story for women's news, and I'm going to bring our guest in here, um, Asfasia, we've got, because we've got Stavel Mark joining us this afternoon. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm very actor, excited. Model, author, Hello. humanitarian, all round good guy, drop mm-hmm. dead gorgeous. Mm-hmm. He probably knows it and loves mm-hmm. it. Stavel. Oh, don't stop there. Keep going. Ah! Keep going. Oh, keep going. That's you quite see. a oh, you're good. Well, you see, it? there you go. And Stavel, Stavel <laughs> Did has... you pay her? <laughs> you know I'm going to make sure I, I, she deserves something. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Squeezing her something real quick. <laughs> and uh, Stavel has, has just written a book called The Redefined uh, player. No, the refined. I'm sorry. My, my oh, the refi- there you go. The, the refined player. The sex refined lies and dates. player, as opposed to just the old the school. The redefined player. As no. opposed to just the old school, like <laughs> low class, not really good enough at your mm, game player. Mm. So, see, see, to be refined means you're no longer a uh-huh, player. Okay, ah, well, you see. see so, there you go. So, Stavel, we're going to talk about your book, but I want to get into this last uh, women's news story because I think it is important to get a male perspective here because, as Basia, there is new research which suggests that couples are under extreme pressure to have sex because of things like pornography, Mm. And you look at a movie like Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. where a lot of men and women are looking at each other and they're thinking, there's too much pressure to perform. Mm. And so <laughs> and so couples are apparently having less and less sex because they feel as if they need to live up to some kind of expectation mm. that we see in porn mm-hmm. and we see in these movies. And so I want to get both your opinions on that. I, I think it's like the French who are pressuring us, actually, because I was reading <laughs> <laughs> about... How French women, you know, all those thousands of French books about how the French are so fabulous and sexy and the best dresses in the world and whatever. And they're also pressuring us, apparently. Well, see, I could see this applying. I could see they this. They say that yeah. you have to have sex three times a week. <laughs> that's that's okay. I mean, mm, I, I, I think that's okay. I, 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 I don't see okay. anything wrong with three times a week, you know? <laughs> I mean, if I blame you, the French. I blame the French. If you <laughs> can eat an apple As a day, yeah. the doctor yeah, says no. so. Exactly. But, but what I want to find out is, for, from a man's perspective, yes. do men ever feel pressured to deliver, to perform, to live up to some kind of expectation? And is that is that because of porn? Look, um... I, I'm not sure because for for me personally, I mean, well, guys love porn. We watch it because it's porn. You know, you, you're going to constantly, you know, different people watch it for different things. I know when I was going through my porn phase, it was about learning something new to explore. Right. Um, but I, I think I think when it comes to your relationship, your relationship is like it's, it's like that meal that, that everybody knows. It's like it's like each country has its own its own meal. So Jamaica, you know, it's going to be the rice and peas, <laughs> and then you get to Nigeria, and it'd probably be something like the gusu soup or something like that. And then right. in South Africa, maybe what what pop we're making. Everybody makes their pop differently. Uh-huh. So everybody's going to have their own way about going about it. So I think when it comes to your relationship, you got to work with what works for you and your partner. 
It's as simple as that. But when it comes to that pressuring situation now, I think as well, a lot of men try to keep up. So if I ask you, how many men have you been with in your past? And you're kind of like, well, you know, well, you know, you know, you know dude kind of threw it down like this. And then I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, keep up with that. Yeah. Or you may say to me, how many women have you been with? And now all of a sudden you're kind of like, oh man. And what kind of, what kind of women were these? And yeah. you may put the pressure on yourself without me even putting that pressure on you. So my thing is enjoy, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy okay. each other. All right. I don't know if you know um, the woman who's done that uh, website called Make Love, Not Porn. Mm. Cindy Gallup. Have you heard of her? Yes, I, I have, have not, but that's a website I'm going to check she, out later. Yeah, go look at it. Because she was saying, I mean, the reason she started this website uh, was because, I mean, I found it interesting that you were talking about men love porn. But mm-hmm. what she was saying is that in her experience, yeah. as a sort of uh, woman who really likes sex, mm-hmm. what she was finding was that men were basically, young men, were getting influenced by porn. Mm-hmm. And you were saying it was a learning curve, but she was saying it was a learning curve, but they were learning the wrong things. And so that's why she started this website. Oh, I absolutely where agree. people write where they write and they say, when you did X, whatever mm-hmm. X was, right. that was porn, <laughs> and you should have done Y, mm-hmm. which is making love. Right. And it's it's quite fascinating. You should watch her TED talk. I mean, for me, for me personally, um, and as I mentioned in my book as well, which one of the chapters? You know, she loves sex as much as you do. If not more. Which, which I imagine guys love to hear when they're like, she loves it as much as I do. Right. That's and, great. and it is. And because I had to interview over 800 men and women worldwide for this book. And what we realized is, or, or what I found out is that men may, women may not think about sex as much as men do, mm-hmm. but you sure as hell love sex as much as men do. It makes everybody If you're not good. wasting your nakedness. Ooh, you see, ah, if you're wasting, not wasting, wasting your, your nakedness. nakedness. Okay, okay. All right, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a time out on everything because we have wrapped up the women's news, and then I do want to go to a song before we get straight into the meat of it. Like we need to chew on this meat and the bone with Savelle. And um, I'm not so, sure about the bone though. Let's not introduce that. But now tell me, partner in crime, are we going to be able to keep up with you on Skype? Like, are you set up where you are? Can you... I'm set up. I'm set up. I'm All right, great. Here. All right, okay. I'm with you. That's fantastic. We're going to get back in touch with you, Aspasia, in a moment. We're going to go to a song, and then we've got Stavel Mark joining us this afternoon. We're going to be talking about the refined player. Yes, I want to know all about this book. Uh, when it's available, where you can go out and get your copy. Of course, you can message us straight through to WeChat on Cliff Central. That's our official account. If you have questions for Stavell, you can go through, uh, you can call through on, uh, 0861555189, or you can also send your tweets straight through to our, uh, Twitter at Cliff Central. Coming up next, Stavell Mark. And I think this is a very appropriate, um, introduction for Stavell. Mm. It's, um, it's called simply, Classic man. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it would happen. Uh, classic man right here on cliffcentral.com. And we've got our special guest, Stavell Mark. And Aspasia, are you still with us? I'm with you. Fantastic. I'm with you. So we're going to get straight into this book. It's, it's titled The Refined Man. And, <laughs> refined uh, man, the, sorry, The Refined Player. <laughs> oh, damn it. The Refined Player. The Refined Player. Yeah. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, Aspasia. When mm. you hear the word player, what do you immediately think? I think, um, player. 
<laughs> I mean, it's oh, is it a, is it a positive it's, connotation it's or does it? Okay, so Stavell, yes, there's player, mm-hmm. and now you're introducing refined player to us. And so, yes. what is the difference? So a player, a player is like you can look at the player as the the generic of the original. Okay. All right. So the, you have player the guys who just doesn't care. He's just here to get late, and that's that's what he's about. You can look at a guy like George Clooney, and George Clooney would be the refined player. So it's the guy who knows exactly what he wants, okay. tells you exactly where he is in his life. He's not trying to give you this whole idea of who you, you he wants you to think he is. So you say, no, we can hook up. We can do all of that. We can just hang out. We can do. I'm just not in a space to settle down right now. Okay, okay. And so is is the refined player a and, man who is at a certain point in his life where he's realized one or two things and he's thinking, you know... Actually, I, I, I can tell this woman exactly what I want and what I don't want, and she'll be able Absolutely. to handle it and deal with it. Yeah, because you have the refined player woman also. In fact, I became the refined player man because of a refined player woman. Oh, goodness. Who was just able to walk up to me and say, look, this is where I am in my life. This is what I want. And at first, it can be intimidating for a guy because, again, we've been the hunter all this time. So it's a bit difficult and weird for us yeah. when you have a woman that comes up to you and says, this, this is what I want. Imagine if you're on a next date. And as soon as the guy sits, you're like, you know, I think we should leave the, we should leave and just go home and do it. Yes. The reaction is going to be like, whoa, he's going to be thrown off because he's not accustomed to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's new for him. It's like, no, I'm allowed to do that. You're not is allowed that to do that. Because we have such, uh, that despite like all these advancements in, uh, equality and what have you, gender equality, we still kind of, Stuck in traditional roles. Perhaps, perhaps. And, you know, the, the question is always asked, Steve, so do I, do I hook up on the first date? And I say, go with, go with whatever your mind is telling you. Go with mm-hmm. your intuition. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the greatest power women have is your intuition. You are 85%. I'll give you, okay, fine. I'll give you 90. You are 90% right all of the time. Okay. So if you feel, if you baby out there thinking, I think he cheating, girl. Yeah, he might no be cheating. Wonder, no wonder he's a refined player. <laughs> he was, gave us 90 just like that. 90. No, there you, you go. See, you have 90. I was talking to a friend of mine about mm-hmm. your book just the right. other day and she said to me, Oh, it's so frustrating. Why does every man aspire to be a player? Right. And so I think that this, this is maybe a valid question to ask. Is, yeah. Do guys kind of grow into their own thinking, you know, I want to accumulate as many women as possible. And is, is, is a, is a perception then, you know, women are these playthings for me. Like I can play with them. I can, you know, like, you know, like, like a cat with, with a, with a ball of wool. Wow. Like it's, it's fun. You get to do well, things. I, I would, with it. I would imagine she is fun. <laughs> and I would imagine I can play with her. Right. <laughs> no, um, again, you know, to be refined firstly means to do away through processing. So you have to go through an experience. You have to, it's like, it's like refining gold or silver or, or, or platinum or any, or any of these resources. You have to go through the impurity form. To become the refined, the, the purest form. Yeah. So that doesn't mean you're playing. It doesn't mean that you're just out here, you know, taking her for a run. It means you're able again to just be or honest with her. Yeah, oh, you're not, like, oh, uh, take absolutely. her for a ride. I see the pun there. A nice one. <laughs> How did this book come about, Stavall? Um, when the I idea came into your too. mind and you thought, yeah, this oh, is, wow. where, where were you in your life? What, what was your thought process? What Good was question. happening? Good question. Um, so, I, 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 classic man, which I think he's completely ruined right now with that song. <laughs> but uh, I'm very old school. I'm very old school in, in my ways. Um, and I'm a 21st century guy too. But old school in the sense that if, if we go outside right now, you don't have to be my girlfriend. If your car is there, I'm going to get your door for you. 
it's just the way I am. Oh. You see what I'm saying? So I'm very old school in that regard. Chivalry. Yes. And you, uh, chivalry. Yes. It's all about a chivalry, but it's, it's coming from a genuine place. Okay. It's when I wake up in the morning and I can see you're tired too. Go and make your breakfast without feeling like, no, actually, I'm going to stay in bed. You need to go get breakfast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's that question of whose, whose responsibility is it to be in the kitchen? And I, I answer that question by going, well, there's food in the kitchen mm-hmm. and we both need to eat. Mm. So as long as we both need to eat, we both belong in the kitchen. And if I wake up and you wake up and you're late for work and I realize I have nothing to do, it's not going to emasculate me mm-hmm. to just go downstairs quickly and iron a shirt for you. If the helper may not have ironed that specific shirt. Stavall, where does that point of view or that attitude come from? Because if you consider the people who raised us, our fathers, yeah. our grandfathers, they were very old school, very traditional. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where does that kind of mindset then come for somebody like you who thinks, well, then me cooking a meal for her uh, does not emasculate me. Right. Um, mother. My mom, um, my aunt, who was, that's the early childhood part of it, is, is, is my mom, my, my aunt. They, they always made sure that no matter what was going on, like, you gotta be a gentleman. Mm. And even when my granddad was around, it was always like, nah, throw a jacket on. Even though I was so young, he was like, no, throw a jacket on. You may have a shirt on, but put a jacket on. It makes you look good. You know, it's, it's a man, it's the manly thing to do. Yeah. He was always on that anchor chiff as well. And no, you must always have one in there just in case you need to wipe your nose mm-hmm. or something. Your shoes must always be impeccably clean yeah. like you know all my friends will tell you who went to school with me they're always they always used to mock me and say you must be from the army because <laughs> i used to walk around with my my polish and my brush in my bag right you know my my when you look at the seams in my pants they were always straight and clean so that's just the way it was so again to go back to the question you asked initially i always had you know you could say the women i was with and friends were like look you need to write a book that just tell men how to treat women Wow. And at that point, I didn't get it because I was constantly like, yeah, who am I to come ahead and tell guys how to treat women? Yeah. So while I was sitting in L.A., you know, going on interviews and going on my auditions and stuff and shooting, the more it, the more the more I'd go out is the more people would say it or the more I'd speak to women. And at this point, I was in L.A. My girlfriend was in South Africa and it was a full year. And at this point, I was celibate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, women were just like, oh, my God, like, how do you think like this? How, how are you so in tune with your feminine side, if you may? And I'm just like, it's just the way I think. It's, mm. it's, a, it's a thought process. Mm. I don't, I don't, I'm not threatened by a woman earning more than I am. I'm not threatened by a woman telling me what's on her mind. I don't see why. And I think that's what the issue is. We always like, no, I'm a man. Therefore, I must do this. So again, and Abby mentioned that, I'm, I'm old school in the sense that I go, I'm the head of the household. Because I'm a Christian so what, dude. So for me, it's kind of like... For the people who, who, right? who perhaps don't know what the book is about, is it a manual? For excellent, um, <laughs> well, as, as one of, as, as one of the reviewers say, well, sure, as one of the review, as one of the reviewers said, um, as long as humanity exists, this book exists. And th- this book is about, because if you look at all the relationship books over the years, I think it's always been woman, this is how you keep your man. There's never been a man, this is how you keep your woman. Ah, oh, you make such a good point there. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> because there are all sorts of tips and advice. Absolutely. Oh, they are for, my worst. Well, yeah. there you go. For I ha- won't mention a certain periodical <laughs> monthly <laughs> that's constantly that kind of advice. It's so worse. But it is absolutely interesting to me that you picked that up. Yeah, I, I, I had to. And, and, and it goes back to that whole point where women are like, so does the whole 90-day rule work? And I'm like, actually, no, it doesn't. Because I'm a hunter. As a man, I'm a hunter. Right. It's what I do. Right. I've been hunting you since the third grade. I'm like, Mobs, can I get some? You're like, no. So then you'll just move on to the next one. I'll just one. move on to the next one. Yeah. Or I'll wait. I'll play the game with you. Every guy knows upon meeting a woman whether or not this is someone I just want to sleep with or this is a possible girlfriend material. 
it's it's just it's the process. So then, let me ask you then, Stavel. Um, let's say. Don't you think every goal knows that too? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But okay. people think people think you're you're all of a sudden no no you're superficial because she has to be cute. No. When I see Mabali across the room, mm. I'm seeing your beauty. I'm not seeing your personality. Yeah, you're just seeing... I'm seeing your beauty. So that's what I'm attracted to begin with. You're what, seeing what g- g- gives you that yes. visceral, physical that's attraction. That's my attraction. It's, it's all about what you're seeing right in Absolutely. front of you. Even before I open my mouth. And then I meet you, and then I come over and I say hello. And I'm hoping, I, I hope, I'm like, oh my God, please let the conversation be amazing. But now, Stavel, does does this process that you've been through where you kind of grow up and you mature yeah. and then you redefine mm-hmm. your player status, does, does mm-hmm. that, is that something that inevitably happens to all men? Or is it something that you need to consciously work on and then be prepared to accept and to allow it to happen? See, just you use the most appropriate word right there. Right. It's a word that it's choice. Okay. It's choice. Yeah. All of us people say, yeah, but men are men are men are men are more confined to cheating. No. Men cheat, women cheat. Mm-hmm. And we do it because of excitement. It's not it's it has nothing to do with oh, male do it, women no, we both do it. Yeah. And we do it often because we're we it's the excitement. It's that it's that rush. It's something we're missing at home. And which is why I say you have to make sure your partner is your one-stop shop before you get into that relationship. So, yes, my body, we're going to hook up before we get into this relationship. We're going to go out for dinner. I, I need to see how you are. Yeah. We're going to go out for the movies. Are you somebody that sleep, fall asleep in the movies and snore on my shoulder? I need to know who I'm dealing with. Right. And when we go to dinner, I'm just saying, do we just go home and hook up? And then so tomorrow when we go to the movies, I really know I really want to be there. Yeah, yeah. Or am I going to lie to you? I'm, I'm across the room and, oh, yeah, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for being on this date. And constantly I'm just looking at your boobs or I'm looking at your lips. or <laughs> And I'm wondering, oh, my, when are we going to hook up? Well, when am I going to get to the good Because that's what happens. Men, man meets woman. Woman meets guy. And what, what happens after that? We, we perform for each other. Mm. You're doing what you think I want to see. Yeah. And I'm doing what I think you want to see. And I'm, yeah. in this whole time, it's a game back and forth. It's a dance. And if we, exactly. Yeah. And if I, if we like each other, then before you know it, we're hooking up. And we don't really know each other's little faults. Uh, what am I like when I get home and the internet isn't working? Am I someone that throws stuff around? Yeah. Uh, red flag, just might smack you later. <laughs> All right. Are you, are, are my hygiene levels up to your hygiene level? You don't know. Ah. And before you know it, what you used to find endearing are the most irritating things in that person. Because now that little novelty is worn off. Or what if you get pregnant? You're now essentially stuck with someone who may not be your knight in shining armor. Now, you mentioned, you said that your, a lot of your friends were mm-hmm. saying to you, you need to write this book. And you right. said, well, who am I to write this book? Yes. What, why did you think that, though? I mean, if you're a man, mm-hmm. you can relate to other men and their needs. And yeah. you've experienced women. So mm-hmm. essentially, you can speak to something that all of us... You know, that kind of brings us all onto a common ground, which, no, is, which is the interaction between men and women. But I'm just curious, why did you think that you couldn't? I think it's or that you, thing. You did it's, not <laughs> write this book. It's that, thi- it's that thing where you don't want to seem as this egotistical person. Mm-hmm. You know, who am I to? Again, I'm no Kinsey. You know, I didn't do this whole massive sex research. You know, I, I was just a guy who was. Why did you ask the 800 people? That's what I, I asked them the most random of questions, the most awkward, uncomfortable, any question that was so uncomfortable. So I'll probably sit here with you. And all of these were random interviews, by the way. They yeah. were not interviews that were set up. So hence, I had it across, across all races, okay. all 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 ages. It was just back and forth. And I would just ask the most... So I'll probably say to you, brother, what's that one thing that your present boyfriend does that is so irritating for you? Whether it be in the middle of the sex where he always does that one thing that throws you off your orgasm. And you're like, come on! But you just don't know how to tell him. What right. is that one thing? Yeah. 
and I, I, I go again and I, and I mash that up. What see, was okay. the one thing? She, she's, oh, the, the one was really funny. She said he, he just kept, she kind of felt like he had her in a chokehold. So he was just like right there on top of her in the missionary and she can't breathe and she keep kind of pull her head out and he's just right there. That's porn. That's porn. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, he's just lost himself, and he's getting ready to go. Absolutely, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely, and, and it's like I say, because you know, I also do this things called lady bits, where it's just women in the room, and it's a safe zone where women just talk about random things. Mm-hmm. It's a safe zone with with uh, Dr. Slaleng, and you know, she's a sex doctor, and she just go back and forth. And we always saying that we just want you to come into the room and say exactly what's on your mind. Mm. Don't feel like you have to pretend because again, how do you? Uh, women are obviously yeah, but how do I tell him? Like you know, maybe he's he, he finishes too quickly, or he goes on for too long. You know what I mean? And that's always the thing. If I go on for too long, it's kind of like, um, how do I tell him, like, you need to stop? Yeah, uh, okay, buddy, you've been going for a while now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everything's a bit tired. Legs are shaking. Uh, can you get out? <laughs> Without ruining his ego. Yeah. And I'm like, you have to turn that around. You turn that around to a guy. So you look him in the eyes uh-huh. and yeah. you say, come on, get it. Let me see you enjoying that. Get it. Go on. It's about his ego. Right. You just thrown it back into his favor. Yeah. And it's, it's men. It's the physical prowess. And that's where, and that's where I have a problem with a lot of guys who put their penis as their masculinity. Because your penis is an auxiliary. It is an extension of you. It is not who you are. But Stavell, there's so many guys who, for them, their penis is the most important thing about them. And they will always have a problem. Where, where are these guys going? Where are they getting it wrong? Where, where does that even (laughs) come from? Because I'm saying, see, here's the thing. It's all good to beat it up in pleasure. You're not in a war. You're not in a war. If your woman is saying to you, honey, you're hurting me, most likely you're hurting her. Mm. It's, but again, the, the, the masculinity, if it's based on the physical prowess, is such that it always wants to prove a point. Mm. So your penis is an auxiliary. It's not who you are. It's good to know how to use it. <laughs> it's very good to know how to use it. <laughs> it's good to know how to use it, but it's not, it, it's not, it is not what makes you the man you are. Right. It is, it is character. <laughs> you have a you have a chapter in the book called Real Talk. What's, Real Talk. What's what's that about? I mean, I I imagine that you've touched on some of that now. Just in our yeah, um, it, it, yeah, absolutely. But Real Talk is about it's it's about the little the little annoyances that we that we never want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, for for example, a woman is quick to tell her girlfriends, "Oh, girl, he's like a two minute dude." <laughs> you know, <laughs> dude is so whack. Like, yeah, oh, man, it was whack. Yeah, but she never wants to talk about the fact that. He might have just rushed out of it because you see we're so far in. Imagine it. Let's just set up. Let's set a little picture here. So you know we're kissing. We're in it. I'm heated up. You're heated up. Yeah. We're about to go in. And every guy does this. It's it's the smell check. Okay. Yes, it's the smell check. What? And we we Explain. go. We we quickly I mean, we quickly touch you there. Yeah. All right. And because I don't know how vivid we can go on. Oh, candy, we can go on a show here. <laughs> you you can say anything you we like can here. Be All right. Good. So if I'm out there touching on your vagina yeah. and I quickly go onto your neck, which yeah. is what we always do, yeah. is a quick check. Right. Smell the fingers real right. quick to see right. what's going on down okay. there. Okay. Now imagine. I get there and it's not pleasant at all. And we're so deep in. How do I then walk away to go, oh, Mabs, um, <laughs> I don't know if we can still go through with this. Oh you know what I'm God. saying? So quickly, I rush in and rush out. So then you just want to be in and I out. I just want to be leave? in and out because I'm kind of like some, for some, and this, these, these were brought up in the interviews too. Some men said, I did not know how to say to her, you don't smell right there. Some men said, uh, dude, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get a nut so quickly. I was just like, screw it, man, whatever. I'm already here. But then if you are so concerned about how it smells down there, then yeah. shouldn't you just stop the whole thing and say, listen, mm. but you see, I'm that guy gotta now. go, <laughs> which, which, see, I'm that dude, I'm that dude now, and I, which I also mentioned in the book. I'm that, I mentioned in the book where I said, you know, 
I'm that I'm that guy who goes. I fall sick real quick. Right. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like you know, I had something to eat earlier. I don't feel so yeah. good. You know, diarrhea. Oh, oh my god, I gotta go. Yeah. Um, can we reschedule? And you're like, yeah, of course. And I'm gone. And then you're I, gone. I don't believe and in the mercy shags. And then I will shags. never hear from you ever yes. again. No mercy shags. I don't believe in it because a girl will never go to her girlfriends and be like, you know. Yeah, I kind of had a problem there. Yeah. It's always the guy was whack. And guys don't always talk about that stuff. For him, he's just kind of like, nah, I'm moving on. You know, and that's, that's just where it is. It's about money. We don't want to talk about, well, what's the balance between the two? Where, where's helping your woman out or helping your man out? And where is downright you trying to treat me like your own personal ATM? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's helping out and what's that constant, like, Oh my gosh. Like every time you're around, you got, my grandmother ain't well. I got, you know, I got to get her to the doctor. Oh my God. My kid, you know, there's always an excuse that's just so relevant for you when you're around. There is this perception that, um, men enjoy sex all the time. Every Mm -hmm. time without fail, all the time they will enjoy it. Yeah. True or false? True. Okay. So True. then it's it's really then it's really No, but but here's the thing. No, here's but the then thing. It's it depends. Really not such a... No, but it's, it's I don't think I don't think it's a yes or no when it comes to that part now. No, but it's I... not black or white. No, no, no. That that's you pushing it now. Now you're pushing it. Now you're pushing it, man. No, uh, uh, uh. Well, the thing is. No, they see the thing is. Okay. See what had happened was <laughs> What had happened was it's the same process for you. Yeah. If dudes may be a little bit too small, you're going to be like bored. If dude may be a little bit too big, you're going to be like, mm, 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 uh, that's yeah. uncomfortable. It, it yeah, so yeah. you're trying to get that right fit. So it's the same situation for the guy. If right. I'm if I'm inside you right now, I'm trying to have a good time. If I may happen to be too small and you just may happen to be too big, or maybe I have the right size, but you're too big, or maybe you're too small and I'm the right size. So it's about finding the balance in there. It's a, in there. It's about find the balance in there. So, but here's this the thing so that women graphic. do. I'm actually blushing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is, where where is that balance now? Where is that balance? What's too much? What's too little? Women are women but are nurturers. Surely, surely, it's really up to each individual coupling. Absolutely, situation. which is why I say try it before you commit to it. Open that bag. Check that you got potatoes and not lemons. You want to see what's in there. <laughs> but here's the thing about women, though, man. I don't w- think women- I've ever heard it <laughs> like that. Before. <laughs> yeah, you see, but the, the thing is, the thing is as well. You you want to make sure when you're with it because women are nurturers, and yeah. this is where a lot of women fail when it comes to an orgasm. Which way, like, mm-hmm. no, I didn't, I didn't orgasm. Yeah, but he did. All men. This, this is the one thing about this year's sex session, now, Mavs. In this year's sex session. I'm going to come. Yeah. I don't care what's going on. I'm going to come. Right. All right. For you, you're sitting there thinking, oh, my God, is he looking at my wrinkles? Is he looking at my, my, my stretch marks? Are my boobs sitting right? Am I smelling right? Oh, he wants to go down. Yeah. Is everything okay down yeah. there? Yeah. You have all these things going on through your mind. There's no way and you're going to orgasm. He doesn't, orgasm care, about he doesn't care about yeah. any of it. I guarantee you now, when we're in this year's session, all I'm thinking about is what's going on here. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your boobies. It has nothing to do with your satellites. It has nothing to do with your stretch marks. Okay. Mm-mm. In fact, next time you're hooking up. This is quite an empowering just, message, I oh, feel. You see? <laughs> you see? Next time you want a parachute. Next time you want a handbag. Just as he's about to come, pull up real quick and go, hey, so I was thinking. The new shoes. What do you think about that? <laughs> okay. I guarantee it's going to be a yes. Yes, honey. We'll talk. Yes, yes. Let's just go. All right. Now, as for Sia, you were blushing earlier, but I think you might like this because, um, I mean, <laughs> I'm just going through some of the chapters in the book and then you've got one that says she deserves to feel special. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, man. Let's talk about this. Oh, man. Let's talk about this. Oh, oh, he really is refining. Absolutely. Oh. 
She deserves to feel special. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, I, I've been telling guys this, you know, a whole lot. And, and probably because, and, and I talk about my numbers in the book. I, I really did. Mm. It, it's not a tell all book. I didn't mention any names, but I was saying that was my turning point. Every guy at some point is going to do two things or the one question pops up at some point in your life. How many women have you slept with? Mm, All right. Mm. That was the question that actually started everything for me because I was sitting there in this party because I really hadn't been asked the question and I wasn't, I didn't have a list of names I, I'm going through. Ooh, my belly must be hit. No belts. Ooh, this with one must, notches? no, no, no belts with notches. It was, and in fact, when I met the refined player woman, she actually said that to me, those exact words. I will not be another notch in your belt. Oh. I said, who says I'm wearing a belt? Oh. <laughs> are these numbers more important to a man than they are to a woman? No, that's the thing for me. I, and, and, and I'm assuming if it's, if it's for me, it must be for, for other guys. Mm. I was simply a model and actor traveling the world and just hooking up with these women. It wasn't a number I have to get to. Yeah. But when I really sat at home and I wrote the list down, I was like, okay, something has got to stop here. This <laughs> this is, so, whoa. So in, this case, has you, stop. in case you're wondering, that's how high Stavall's number is. <laughs> <laughs> what was your number? I want to know. No, it, it, okay, at twenty five, at twenty five, I said one eighty. That's where I was. Twenty five, twenty six. It was one eighty. Oh my word! That was that was the turn. I had to I had to 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 change. But see, that's what created the refined player because that's where I realized I had to change. The numbers meant nothing for me. But I mean, you do understand that there are some guys who are going to look at you with envy, and then there are women who are going to look at you like, oh my god. <laughs> well, you know what? He, he was just practicing. Uh, excuse me. He was just practicing. <laughs> but no. Again, to go back to your question of you know she deserves to feel special i i'm 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 a firm believer that women oh man the joy a woman gives the joy a woman gives the way she smells like when she smells amazing and she you know Except and i'm sure it's probably don't smell well, amazing. Well, i was about to say you know i was about, i was about to get on that but you, you know when a, a, a woman walk past you i'm just well, for you man there's a guy and he walks past you or you hug you hug a man for you and for me when i hug a woman and she smells amazing yeah. it's just oh it's, i get that little yeah. chill that just runs down the back yeah. or yeah. it's that joy to get her door for her or when we go on a date i'm old school like that because people always asking as well but who's job is it to get the bill <laughs> you know, yeah it's always like that the question this is whose job is, is it to get the bill whose job is it to get the bill so here's what i say can I, can I wait can i just can i just tell you both something because um when i was single mm-hmm. um and i was dating people whatever whatever and it when the bill came it was always just a little bit nerve-wracking for me because a i wanted to kind of prove to this guy that mm-hmm. you know what i don't expect anything from you but then at the same time i have to try and kind of balance not offending him right, or making right. him feel like less than mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I'm offering to split the bill 50-50. Right. And it's always been like, a, it, 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 it's the most difficult situation in the world. It is very difficult. So I need to understand for a man, yeah. do you get offended when a woman offers to split the bill with you? I think it depends on the type of guy you are. Okay. It really, it really does depend on the type of guy you are. Some guys are not threatened by that. Some guys are because yeah. they want to be, they want to do what you're doing. They want to try and prove to you that I can take care of you. Yes. Or and if you're paying your bill, kind of like if I'm a guy who just wants to be leeching off you, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, go ahead, get the bill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for me personally, what I do is when I go on a date with you, my thing is I asked you out on a date. I will take care of the bill. Okay. However, it is good to see you reach for your wallet mm. because it tells me you're a team player. Mm. You're not just sitting there waiting. Well, you ask me out. You're going to get the bill. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm yeah. old school in the sense that even if you offer to pay the bill, the answer is no. Get the next one. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll get this first one. You can grab the next one. I think. So I think the modern thing that people are trying to do now to get the balance is got, let's go 50-50. Yeah. But you see, everything starts with that very first rendezvous. Everything starts there. 
Because if I treat you a I certain love that. way, I love that word. Yeah, it it, it 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 really does start. <laughs> thank you. It really does start there, Maps. If I if I if I treat you a certain way, for example, if you come over to my house all the time, and every time you come over, I'm always like, no, no, let's get takeouts. That's I'm training you. Mm. I'm training you for mm. that process. Mm. So you're gonna be like, well, I'm going to his house. I'm not gonna cook. Yeah. He's he's gonna go get me takeouts. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're living in together now, and it's kind of like, oh, Maps, you're expected to cook. And I'm like, what you? What are yeah, you? Yeah, you're like, but what are you talking about? Been, why I've all of a never sudden? cooked for you a day in my life, and you now see you what want I'm things saying. from me. Okay. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> right. okay. Which, 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 I also explain an interview in my book as well with with this couple in Cape Town. Um, mm-hmm. the the one was a black guy, and 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 the, the girl was colored. And I was there listening to this whole conversation, and and it brought so much. It it brought so it made it so clear. Mm-hmm. So he was saying, she was saying, look, he, you know, every time I come over here, he's always doing takeouts, and I've been there. I'm that guy. We're like, no, honey, I want to spend time with you. No, I'll get the takeouts instead of maybe just cooking for you. But here's the problem: Do I cook for you? Because once I cook for you, then you kind of be like, okay, he cooked for me. That's a whole next level in the relationship. She cooked for me. A whole next level of relationship. But what was going on with her okay. was that he was saying, she was like, whenever I cook, he doesn't even like the food I cook because he wants his cultural meals and I don't know how to cook them. So I said to, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you to it now. And I said to her, but how many times has her, has his mom been here? Has his sister been here? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you learn to at least make one mm-hmm. of these amazing cultural meals that he wants? Mm-hmm. And then she goes, yeah, I didn't put it, I didn't think of it that way. She said, okay, I'll try that. Then, then she goes, yeah, but he doesn't even help around the kitchen when I make the, the food. He just wants me to do the dishes and everything. And he goes, look, man, I don't care what it is. I'm not, I'm not doing no dishes. It's not in my culture. I'm not doing that. And I said to him, oh, I didn't realize you're dating your culture. I thought oh. you were dating her. Because you have to have a moment. I'm not saying forget who you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying forget the very the very confines of the man that you are. But I'm saying be able to make an executive decision mm-hmm. to go, my woman has been cooking all afternoon. Mm-hmm. I just had an amazing meal. I'm going to do the dishes. Or we're just sitting here watching TV. Honey, give me your feet. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me nothing to give you a foot rub. Yeah. Nothing. We're, we're just watching TV. And so the question is a lot of what we expect from our partners as men and women is mm-hmm. is a lot of does a lot of that come from the way that we are raised absolutely because then you know you could be the kind of guy who who was raised to believe that well a woman should cater to you mm-hmm. should serve you should do a b c d for you and that's fine or, make it clear or you, or, funny. or you could funny be or you could be a woman who's raised to be fiery and completely independent to the point absolutely. where i don't need I don't need a man and for we anything. do have those problems, which, yeah, which, which yeah. is often, and, and you know, and I beg to be forgiven here, you know, to to my corporate women listening right now. But you you find that oftentimes a, a, a woman who is in the corporate field, I'm sure all of us can relate to it. We have that very 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 successful female friend who is, you know, she's at a, at a law firm or she's about to make partner, but she just can't find a man. Because she's so accustomed to fighting her fire for her place in the corporate world at the boardroom that even when she gets home, she doesn't know how to differentiate the two and go, this is, I'm at home now. This is my husband. Mm. I'm at home now. This is my man. It's always trying to prove a point. Mm. I pay the bills around here. What you talking about? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I say to the guys all the time. I don't, if you're need, gonna you be, I don't need you for nothing. <laughs> I can do that all by myself. And I, I mean, a man still wants to be needed, right? It's not even about needed. I'm just saying, but you're saying you want a man. Yeah, I mean, it's what, the same what I'm validation. finding interesting in, ahead, in yeah. terms of this conversation is that I, I, I had this very conversation with my trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he was talking about the fact that he was the one cooking in the kitchen. Right. And she was sitting on the couch and he said, you know, really, just come into the kitchen with me. I like cooking. Mm-hmm. Very masculine fella. 
my right. trainer, as you can imagine. <laughs> so it wasn't about being emasculated, but he was like, just come and chat with me. Right. And, you know, then she volunteered to wash the dishes and didn't. And it really Ooh. broke him. And I thought... That would make know, sense, though. That would make sense. actually, for me, what I'm getting out of this particular conversation is more that, in fact, everyone has exactly the same feeling. You know what? At the They're risk, not male-female yeah. feelings, female feelings. They're... Um, Mutual feelings because yeah. we're in a relationship with each absolutely, other. absolutely, and it goes back to that point that you asked, Max. Yeah. You know, is, does it have to do with your childhood and how you were brought up? It it does and it doesn't. So, for example, if I if I was brought up watching my dad beating on my mom, I can't now go. You can you have a choice. You can go well because of that. I'm not going to beat on my woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or some mm-hmm. some parents now go, no, I was I was I, you know I had to go through corporal punishment as a child, so I'm not going to do that with my kids. Mm. Well, you know what? My mama used to smack my butt. <laughs> I didn't turn out so badly. No, you didn't. So it depends on what it depends on where you are. My 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 biological dad wasn't always around, but that didn't give me the right to just go. Okay, well it's okay for me not be around for my child. Yeah. At this point, I'm going. I want to I want to set up the best, absolute best platform for my child when it comes along. I think that is very admirable, and I think that that is very necessary. And we've, we've just about run out of time, but I think another important point to touch on, Aspasia, um, mm. there is another chapter in the book. When does a young boy become Come a, a man. man? This is yep. so important. Yep. This yep. is critical for yep. me. Yep. No, and when, that's what you're going to love the book. <laughs> when, when, does, when does a young boy become, become a man? Because you find men in their 30s, 40s exactly. who still behave like immature boys. Absolutely. And you think... Absolutely. When, when are you going to grow up? It's choices. So when does a man, choices. when does a boy become a man? Still? When you decide to become a man. When that, you, that's you, it? you, it's as simple as that. When you decide to become a man. But it's so many, it's so many basics around it too. So for example, if you, if you always look at it, it's, it's kind of okay. It's like, yeah, women are expected to cry. Men are not expected to cry. No, 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 no. That's, that's not very masculine at no, all. No, no. And that's, that goes back again to all, all men's childhood. Because in the childhood, you're like, the same thing will happen. Both, to a girl and a boy right now, I guarantee you, right now, both of us are walking out of the studio and you trip in the same spot that I did. All I'll get is, Steve, are you okay? Oh my gosh, Matt, are you fine? Are you okay? You're going to be fine? Let me see your leg. That's the difference between it. We're not, we're not taught it's okay to cry about our emotions. So we, we hold that inside. And sometimes because we need to be strong for those around us. So we don't really get a chance to deal with our emotions. And so we're always physical beings. And that's why mm. some men actually take out their physicality mm, on, women. on women. And that's why I cannot risk it. So for me, that makes you a boy. So man up, get some therapy, yeah, and deal with your issues. Okay, Saval, when can we get the book? <laughs> Where can we get the book? Where is it available? Give us all the, the relevant Absolutely. information. Absolutely. So uh, we, have, we have an actually uh, we have an, uh, advanced pre-launch signing. Okay. Uh, at uh, Santon uh, Exclusive Books on Saturday morning, this coming Saturday. Okay. I will be there for that that signing uh, between eleven and twelve thirty. The book will be launched officially on the twelfth, which is next week Wednesday. Okay. Uh, you can join us in Rosebank. It's uh, between six and six thirty on on Wednesday. And you're gonna be signing. I, I will be there you're signing, be signing away. Yes, I will be. And, and the I book and then countrywide from the fourteenth. If I can say, guys. Yeah. I love the idea of. Reevaluating malehood, which is what it sounds like. No, absolutely, done. absolutely, absolutely. Like again, like I said, I'm, I'm saying to my fellas, fellas, man up. It's okay if your woman earned more than you do. Don't let that be the reason why you're not gonna date her. Yeah. yeah. Don't let that ruin the relationship. But yeah. at the same time, I say to my sisters too, women, please don't throw it in his face to be like, hey, I make more than you do, bro. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. At the end of the day, I want to be the man in your life. Let yeah. me let, allow me to help make you feel special. Be the woman. Let me be the man. 
it's a it's a delicate dance, isn't it? It's Sofa? a delicate which dance, is, which is what what we've discovered about this relationship. It's a delicate dance between us men and women. Asmasia, I'm gonna. It sounds like the cha 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 to me. <laughs> Asmasia, I'm gonna let you go. We'll see you back in Johannesburg next week Thursday. Enjoy the rest of Cape Town. Thank you, darling, Mabs. Fantastic. And thank you so much. Yes, guys. absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. This uh, was wonderful. I had a great time. Yes, thank you very much, Stavel. Now, Anthony Hugh has he's called it a hard hitting. Open, provocatively honest, and forthright must have on any reading list. Mm-hmm. I like the word honest because, you know, yeah. I think if anything, um, when we're communicating with each other as men and women, we need right. to be honest 100%. Yeah. That is, that is the most important thing for me. Right. And so go out and get yourself a copy of The Refined Player. Uh, <laughs> where, so you, you've got all these signings lined up for next week, but yeah. where can we actually buy the book? Can we exclusive books. Amazon, exclusive, Amazon, like Amazon.com, Kindle, iBooks. It's, it's on all reading platforms. It will be available as of next week. The Americans already have the Kindle version of that, which is not available in South Africa. South Africa's version will be out as of the launch in South Africa. So we're okay. very region and territory. <laughs> Fantastic. But yeah, and if, if I could leave one thing with your listeners, like the next date you go on, be honest. Be it honest. starts with the honesty from honest. the get go. Just say where you are in your life. Don't tell her, oh, you know, I'm kind of at this point. I'm trying to settle down now. That may be the reason why you don't get late. <laughs> be honest about where you are. Hey, I just want to hit it. Is that cool with you? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's cool yeah. with me. All right. Cool. Yeah. And don't be offended when she's the one to say to you, look, I don't want a relationship, but hey, and you know, just want to have a good time. And you know what, Stavel? I think it's even more important for women to be honest because a lot of the time women, will not be honest because they're trying to portray a certain image to a guy and Absolutely. they think, well, you know, if yes. I just come across as a virgin, yes. Yes. then he will be more accepting which, of Which me. I also spoke about in my book because yeah. I said I said in my book that sometimes a woman is sexually liberated, mm. but she will not show you that because she wants you as the guy to feel like you're the one that pulled these things out of her. You see? And I said, look, I said to all my friends, my male friends and female friends, like every woman is a porn star. Deep within her, she's waiting for you to pull it out. Like she's just waiting for you to pull it out, dude. So I'm saying your woman is your one stop shop. You don't need to go out and find it elsewhere. And to my, to the husbands who constantly say to me, yeah, but that's my clean wife at home. I can't do these dirty things with her. Who you think going to do it for her? Who, seriously, who you think going to do it for her? Oh my gosh. The book is called The Refined Player. It's by Stavel Mark. Uh, ladies, you've heard it from him. You're a porn star. I'm a porn star. Let's all be porn stars. And <laughs> yes. we will be back. Yes, let's be just one stop shops. <laughs> and we will be back next week, Thursday, right here on cliffcentral.com with another edition of Between Two Femmes. This is cliffcentral.com.